This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. And hit it. Oh, yeah. Switching it up, eh? See, Money throwing a curveball. He's throwing a Dave Steve curveball. Oh, remember Dave Steve. Yeah, you can turn it. You can turn it down. Now. Turn that. There we go. I remember the Dave Steve. Like the twelve six curve that would just like fall off a table. Oh, I could watch that all day. I tried to emulate that. Uh, throwing a tennis ball against the barn, and that's why I have arm problems to this day. Welcome to Boomsies. That was Small Town Strip Club. Thanks for providing that uh, that song to get us to get us going, to play us in, to play us out. No, to play us in. This is episode twenty five. Of boomsies. We're glad you're along for the ride. If you're here for the first time, come on in. Pull up a seat. Take a load off. Take a load off, Danny. So people sing to me. Not Annie. Danny. This is episode 25. And it's in honor of... One of the greatest Blue Jays of all time, number 25, Carlos Delgado. Welcome to Boomsies. Ah, I forgot to book him. Carlos Delgado, one of the most beautiful swings I've ever seen. It was just poetry in motion. Carlos Delgado hit 473 home runs, and he was never linked to steroids. He played in the steroid era. He was never linked to it. He also had to wear the worst Blue Jays unis of all time. Like you look back on the teams he was on, he had to wear the worst ones. Remember the vest style jerseys? The like Eric Hinsky days, the vest style, there there were no sleeves. They cut the sleeves off. Uh, he had to wear the the gray road unis where the hats looked like they they used to be black hats and they were left in the sun and turned a grayish color. Had to wear the home black. When the J, the Blue Jays were turned into the Jays, the Blue Jays had black and the, oh boy. He had to wear the, the Blue Jays hat with the big maple leaf. That was like the David Wells era. Hideous. And through it all, Carlos Delgado just hit home runs. 
He's in the Ring of Excellence at the Rogers Center. The Ring of Excellence. Steve Steve's up there. Tom Cheek, who called the games in baseball. Tom Cheek, who once appeared on my uh, my radio program I did in Fort McMurray, Alberta, called Overtime. It was on Saturday mornings. Uh, that's a that's where you want a radio show to be on a Saturday morning. But I called him once and uh, he came on. Tom Cheek took time out of his day to come on the show of a person he had never heard of in his life. So I always had the utmost respect for him. Who else is up there? Pat Gillick is in the ring of honor. Is Tony Fernandez up there? I could probably Google search this. I'm not going to. 12 years with the Jays. And seriously got f***ed over in the uniform department. Sorry, Carlos. You deserve better. Sitting here full of gratitude. Because I just had an awesome weekend of golf. I woke up Saturday and I'm like, I, I looked at my, my schedule and I'm like, I have a free and open Saturday. Where like all the kids were taken care of. So I said, I'm playing 36 holes of golf today. And again, I know it's a lot of people can't carve out that block of time or can't afford to play golf or whatever. And I am not taking it for granted. I just had that opportunity where I'm like, I get to play 36 holes of golf today. And I played it and I could have played 18 more. It was just perfect weather, perfect company. <laughs> I hope he, I won't give his name, but uh, the first 18 I played with a couple of buddies, uh, Georgie Boy, who I've mentioned before, and uh, another buddy. I will leave him nameless. But uh, he, was head, he was heading out east on a family trip. And he said, uh, I gotta, gotta lose six pounds. And I'm like, what, what, what the hell for? He's like, going to a water park and there's a weight limit. So he had to, he had to get down six pounds. That's a, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure is for the water slides. That's like the way, like that's a, he's like an MMA fighter. He's like, I got to make way in or I'm not, I can't be in this fight. You, you fly there. You're like, oh, well, maybe I'm going to retain water because I'm on a flight. He's stressing about this. I would be too. So hopefully that all works out. And then played 18 on Sunday with my buddy Pete and his uh, son Lincoln. I text him at six o'clock and I'm like, you want to get nine holes in? He's like, yeah, sure. We get to the golf course. There's no one there. We got the feeling of what it's like to own your own golf course. We played 18 holes, the three of us in two hours, 15 minutes. And we were in carts, but we weren't sprinting. We weren't like leaving people on the tee deck or making their putts while we ran to another hole. We did not move fast. 
But when you have a golf course to yourself and you're all relatively hitting it in the right direction, you can fly through. And it was just one of those nights where you beautiful sunset, room temperature weather. It's like, this is, this is living. This is living, baby. So glad I got to experience that and got to play golf on Monday. Yeah, I'm playing the most golf I've ever had in my life. At the age of 46, this is the most golf in one week I've played. And I couldn't be more thankful because I got to attend uh, a golf event that I attend every single year because of my good friend who helped start this event. You all know him well from the Jan Dan podcast, the John Dan podcast. He is Jeremy Tagger. And here he is, Canadian rock legend, Jeremy Tagger. Hey, bud, how's it going? You know, it's going great. I got to give you a big hug yesterday because we see each other every summer at the Stomp the Stigma Golf Tournament. Yeah. Um, we'll get into the details about that, but I just wanted to tell you about my group. So, uh, so every group has a celebrity, and I was the quote-unquote celebrity. So I show up to my group. And I'm like, uh, all right, big day of golf. And my my group, four guys say, yeah, your group just left. And, and I said, no, I think I'm golfing with you guys. They're like, no, we're good. We've already got four. Seriously? So that, that was how it all started. No way. You got, you got dusted <laughs> off of another team? I'm here to golf with you. No, we're good. We've already got four. Wow. <laughs> They're probably just like a bunch of ringers. Uh, yeah, they were good guys. They were uh, they were uh, class acts. They didn't know who anyone was. So I I didn't feel left out because later in the day when Ian Leggett, who used to play on tour and is a big part of this tournament, his group won something and everyone started booing because it's like winning a ball hockey tournament with Sidney Crosby on your team. And yeah. my group's like, why are they booing this guy? Who is this guy? Really? I'm like, well, you they didn't even yes. know him. Oh my God. Yes. And then you got up there and like Ken Reed from sports. Now he's like, oh, do you know all these guys? Who are they? These all your buddies. <laughs> Those guys living under a rock or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was classic. I love it. Uh, but, uh, you have big news from your group. I was following your group yeah, all day. You were right behind us. You were six B and we were six a, but on the uh, 15th hole, you heard us all going crazy because, uh, yeah. our, our, I, I think it was, uh, Alex, uh, Penny cook got a hole in one on 15. I could not believe so, it. I'm like, okay, they're just, I'm, I actually said, because when you hear a group cheer in front of you, you say, ah, shut up. I said that. I'm like, ah, shut up. And then I'm like, what happened? You guys said hole in one. So was that the first time you ever witnessed one? That was the first. Well, no, I've witnessed whole, a hole in one before, but uh, it was the first one for the tournament for Stomp. And uh, he won 25 grand. So I was pretty cool for him. <laughs> and that's the other thing. My group. So at dinner, they're like, "So he he wins the twenty five grand, and he got closest to the pen too. He got two prizes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't get closer than no, in the hole." No. Yeah, no, it was a great day, but yeah, that was twenty five awesome. grand. So when he heard that it was twenty five, because the room, no one knew what the prize was. When he heard that, what was his reaction? He couldn't believe it. Yeah, 
It was like, we were like, I think you win 20, 25 grand for the first, like, cause there's, you can only do it once. Right. Someone yeah. like if someone else had one two minutes later, he still would have got the money. So he was pretty pumped up. We were just joking around saying, so we're all going to share it. Right. We get five grand. To be- <laughs> I would have kept that joke going the entire round saying, and until he realized it wasn't a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Paying his mortgage for half the year for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the event's done at summit every year, Jeremy, tell us about this event and how you got involved. Um, well, I guess way, way back. Um, I approached Ian, I think, in the spring of 2014 or so uh, about doing a a tournament for for suicide awareness. And uh, basically, right around that time, Bob Travis, who's a member at Summit, his son took his own life, Kyle. And uh, that kind of, uh, it really took us, uh, blew us away, and uh, it kind of knocked the wind out of everybody at the club. And... Um, I think in a sense, we just had, uh, you know, absolute reason to, to, to do this and to do it at summit and to, and to get, uh, Bob and his family involved. Bob started the, the Kyle Brandon Travis foundation for Kyle and, um, just a lot of, uh, great people at the club as well as corporate sponsors over the last seven years that have been getting involved. And it just basically, um, the idea is to stomp the stigma of suicide and whenever suicide happens, uh, it tends to get swept under the rug or people just kind of ignore it or don't want to talk about it. And this, this tournament is the complete opposite. And, um, so when you go to the tournament, you, you, you have a good time and it, it, it's amazing, but there's an underlying feeling of what this is all about and everybody that's involved in the event has some form uh, a situation or uh, someone that, that that had taken their own life in their world i mean my brother uh three years ago took his own life after my father passed away so i mean it, it's uh it's been kind of one of the you know it's very difficult the day there's the moments that hurt but in the long run, it's kind of a, a way to mourn and uh, a continual mourning that happens every year. So um, I think everybody kind of just leans on each other for a day. And uh, um, by doing this, it's a, you know, we are raising more aware- awareness. We're getting uh, a lot of corporate entities in Canada involved over the years. And uh, so, you know... Because that was the other thing. Anytime you mentioned suicide with corporate events, they kind of would say, no way, we're not talking, we're not doing anything in that realm. And the doors have kind of come down in the last seven years, and we have a lot of great support. And we're continuing to, to kind of grow this feeling and the idea of uh, whenever somebody passes away, um, there is a huge hole that's left behind forever. And uh, there's no way of fixing it or getting over it you just kind of have to spend time thinking about it and this is a way for everybody to kind of get together and and connect and and try and see our way uh through everything yeah it it starts the conversation because i've never been in a a room like uh every year at stomp where every single person is in tears and the seed is planted for them to begin the conversation at home. Yeah. And I'm sure we can all, uh, we all have 
something that's happened in our in our immediate families. I have a cousin who um, died by way of suicide, and it's never been discussed. Yeah, it's never been discussed. No one's ever said like, "Well, how did that happen?" Did did he reach out? It's just never been talked about, and I'm sure that's a very common thing you hear about. Yeah, no, that's that's everything. I mean, and uh, it's getting better now, but um, you, you'll see once people kind of get over that hump and they actually do discuss it, it, it really makes a difference, and it really kind of uh, gives some some understanding to both sides. I, I mean, uh, my brother James you know, the way that, that it happened and the way he took his own life, it's, it's terrible. And it's always feels the same, that same loss and that same kind of emptiness is there constantly. But I, when I, even when I talk to Bob on, on the phone or uh, even Ian, if we for talking, there's a feeling and you kind of are continually connecting and, and uh, mourning uh, the people that you've lost. And, and uh, it really helps. It definitely does. That's right. It's just not superficial conversations like it's meaningful, impactful conversations. Yeah. And Bob always mentions in his speech each year how uh, whenever he finds a dime, yeah, it's uh, it's Kyle talking to him. So if you're listening to this podcast today, and you find a dime in the next few days, you know exactly why. And that's just that's just great to keep his uh, memory alive and strong. Absolutely. So, I mean, it was uh, another great year. And uh, look forward to uh, to the next one already. And uh, like I said, it's just uh, it, there's a lot, so many great people. Summit's such a great club. Yeah. Uh, Chris Neal, the pros, does a really fantastic job. The, the staff are amazing. All of Kyle's friends and the volunteers. It's just such a great, uh, great group. And and uh, the feelings are incre- incredible. Hey, speaking of the one volunteer, so you have on all the part three, some a volunteer sitting at each hole. Mm. So what was that volunteer's reaction like when he saw it go in? Was he like jumping up and down? He was jumping up and down. He was like, I can't <laughs> believe it. It's finally, because it's not a, it's not an easy hole 15. It's a, it's a lo- kind of uphill long par, par three. So it's, uh, it was a great shot. I couldn't believe it. Like it was so far, yeah. it's so far that you couldn't really tell if it was in, but it just, it kind of disappeared. You know, when you see the ball in the white, just go away. And it's like, I, I think it's in. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a, it almost funneled down to the hole because on that same hole, I sunk a 30 footer. Oh, you did? We got a birdie. Nice. We got a birdie. Not as good as a hole in one. Um, I thought I was going to get kicked out of the group because it, uh, the third, by the fourth hole, we were on our like seventh insurance adjuster story. So he, I finished the story and I'm like, Hey, you got any stories that aren't about insurance adjusters? And then it, it was silence and then laughter. And they're like, well, we're insurance adjusters. And then I didn't hear another insurance adjuster story the rest of the day. I don't even know what that means. Like, what do they talk about? Like a change of percentage on a deal or something? Like a, like a claim. I don't know. The one was talking about a guy was driving into a golf course and the ball hit his bumper or something. And I'm like, Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> like, unless it's like some crazy story, like someone got ran over by a steamroller or something. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like it's not. It's not at all a golf ball hit his bumper. Yeah. Like really, we're gonna go through this whole story. <laughs> exactly. Tiger Woods comes by. They're like, "Who the f- is this guy?" 
How come that guy's so good? <laughs> yeah. Sidney Crosby's in the group in front of us. What the f***? Who's this guy? <laughs> some news leaf, Gary Roberts handing, them some, handing out some cereal. Who's this f***ing guy? <laughs> Gary Roberts was there. <laughs> By the way, so I did the old uh, handshake, um, other hand on arm. The guy's still ripped. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Definitely. Oh, my Because he's throwing God. those ropes all the time, right? Those yeah. huge ropes. Yeah. And he gives you a look. He's like, hey, how you doing, Dan? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm doing like um, with uh, one of those uh, gambling outfits. And he and he gives you the look. He's like, yeah, I know. I've seen it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, even, and then you're like, those, like, see, he knows. that's right but then they're like who the are you talking to it's gary roberts ronald mcdonald walks in guy who's this clown (laughs) (laughs) insurance guys like I, i i guess there's like they probably know, like, who, I don't even know, like, who's the most famous insurance person in the world. <laughs> I don't know. Like, who's that? Who is that? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't want to go to an insurance uh, Chester's tournament. Yeah, imagine. I know that. Just listen to so- <laughs> claim stories. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what do you got planned for the, t- the summer, buddy? Well, I'm heading back up to Muskoka today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that place. We have fun up there on Lake Joe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to be jumping in the lake a little bit this week and uh, maybe uh, maybe get the get some golfing in maybe by the end of the week. You'll probably be playing some golf this week, aren't you? Uh, Yep. And then I checked the T sheet of my course today. It's uh, something's going on there. Maybe it's insurance adjusters turn. Is there? There's something there. <laughs> no, there's something going on. Uh, give us a temperature check on that uh, that lake up in Muskoka. What do you figure? Oh, it's pretty good. I'd say it's. Uh, I don't know. Like, what's uh, when you jump in the water and you're like, it's cold for a second, but then it's fine. Is that like in the? Ah, uh, so maybe? that pool. Yeah, that pool temperature would be like seventy-eight, eighty. Yeah, it's like you jump in and you're like, Ooh, and then you're like, oh, this is good. You're fine. I still haven't gone to converting water temperature to Celsius, but everything else I do Celsius, just not water temperature. Yeah, that's true. It's a weird one. It's too uh, difficult well, great to, try and to figure it out. Great catching up with you, buddy. Miss you, love you. Great to to see you yesterday, and awesome job on this tournament uh, to to spread the word and to tell people to actually talk about it. And as you said, just like don't. Uh, don't push it under the covers. Absolutely, man. Great to see you yesterday. Thanks for having me. That's like uh, hopefully it won't be twenty five till I'm back. Boomsies. Boomsies. What the? Who the? What the? F- is Boomsies. <laughs> he is Jeremy Taggart. You can catch him on the Taggart and Torrance podcast. He does with Jonathan Torrance. Two very good friends. Jonathan just sent me a text the other day. Says like, "Hey, just check it in. How you doing, bud?" Said, well, you, you know what? My mom's out there. She's in Nova Scotia. That's where Jonathan lives. My mom went out there on vacation. And uh, they got one day of sun. One day of sun. 
my mom's such a happy person. She's like, whatever. We had, we had great friends. Good food. She's a better person than I. I'd be like, what the f***? Okay. I have a correction. In podcast correction. That Tim got in my ear here. I think I called the Jays. Uh, it was the ring of excellence. It's the level of excellence. So the level of excellence. I was correct on Tom Cheek, Carlos Delgado, Pat Gillick, Dave Steeb, Tony Fernandez. Also in the level of excellence, Paul Beeston, George Bell, Joe Carter, Cito Gaston, and Roy Halladay. And all the, <laughs> the guys I golf with at the stomp tournament to each of those people would be like, who the f*** is this? George Bell ding dong get out of here <laughs> it's a pretty good one I laugh at my own jokes though uh, it's time for Boomsies Newsies and before we get to that I wanted to read an email um, to tell us what we're doing here uh this one before you can I can I meet and have an audience with the producer Tim with the producer Tim love the show Jeff B in Halifax um there you go Tim we're gonna get to them at, okay here we go this is from um Caitlin she said I listened to episode 24 and love that Z money got to read Boomsies newsies and I think he did a great job. So back by popular demand of one person, Katie, we've got uh, Z Money reading Boomsies Newsies again. It's a fan favorite. Thanks for the, uh, the love, Katie. Let's start Boomsies Newsies with the uh, Stanley Cup, Dan. The Colorado Avalanche are your Stanley Cup winners. Yes, I am so happy for them. I would have been happy for either team. Tampa, you get your dynasty, but now you got Colorado, young blood winning the cup. I was over the moon, and I'm also over the moon for Blink-182, whose uh, song sees a resurgence. I really did expect, I wanted them, Blink-182, to come there and play it live because their first tour stuff has to be Colorado now if they go back on tour, if they're even together. And I hope while watching them, the crowd singing the, all the small things, if you haven't seen it by now, then you're never going to see it. I hope other teams don't try to emulate it. Like I can see the Leafs trying to do it, but they'll do it with uh, like a Hall and Oates song or they'll do it with like, it will not go over well. Don't try to copy other teams. Come up with your own stuff. Be your own person. I'd like to also know the origins of how they started singing that song. Uh, Z Money, what are the origins of them singing the Blink-182 song? I have no idea. Okay, continue on. All right, the 2022 Hockey Hall of Fame class was announced on Monday. Oh, I discovered this while golfing. My friend Margaret O'Toole, who's a great follow on Twitter for Sens fans. She's the biggest Sens fan. 
And she let me know that Alfie was into the hall, all caps, said Alfie's into the hall. And I, I was at the this tournament and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I told my group and they're like, who the f- is Alfie? What the f- I don't know this guy. Is he in the insurance hall of fame? Like I, I didn't know there was one. So continue on. So Alfie gets in, which is great. Also, Sadine. The Sedines? Yeah, both of the Sedines. Yeah. Bobby Lou got in. Roberto Luongo. Uh, Finnish superstar Rika Salalainen was the lone female. And Herb Carnegie got in as well. Yes. Herb Carnegie is a story. If you don't know it, uh, read up upon him because never allowed to play in the NHL because of the color of his skin. Uh, it's just he would have been a superstar in this league uh, in the NHL. And uh, I'm glad he's getting his recognition now. Uh, Z-Money, do you feel old knowing that we watched every second of these guys' careers, meaning the Sedins, Alfie, and Luongo? Yeah, definitely feeling yeah. a bit old. <laughs> I know. You're like, wait, weren't they drafted a few years ago? And they were drafted, what, 99, the Sedins? But how yeah. great is that? Forever linked to your brother. You're drafted together. You play on the same team. You play for Sweden together. And now you go in the Hall of Fame together. It'd be really comical if they didn't get along. And they're like, oh, God, this guy again. But they actually are buddies. And I love the commercial they did with the NHL back in the day with the uh, Swedish twins. Yes. Me every time. That's right. The Crosby and Ovechkin and some others were hanging in a hotel room. It's a good one. Uh, dial it up on YouTube. Okay. What's next? So the Ottawa Senators look like they're going to be getting a brand new downtown arena. Perfect. Should have been built five years ago. Uh, this will be a boom, boon, boon to the sense. No offense to the Sense current arena, but everyone in the city knows and everyone who's ever been there, it's a bitch to get to. It's not like you can't go for dinner and then walk over to the game. If it's downtown, you have dinner, you make a night of it, uh, especially when there's a snowstorm. Uh, it makes it more convenient if you're already downtown as opposed to driving all the way out to, to Canada. Because... When you're driving into Ottawa from the west, so if you're driving in from Toronto, you passed where the Sens play, the Canadian Tire Center, and then 45 minutes later, you go into Ottawa. Like, you're like, what the? Why is the arena out there? Well, the, the land was cheap. I think they got it for a dollar. So this is great news that the Sens are finally going downtown. A couple more coaching changes in the NHL. Uh, Luke Richardson was named the 40th head coach for uh, Chicago. Yes. You know Maurice. why this is great news. Luke Richardson, former Peterborough Pete. Uh, I watched him play for the Pete's. And when you hire a Peterborough Pete, you're going to have nothing but excellence. So this is great news. And Paul Maurice lands with the Florida Panthers. Paul Maurice. Love this guy. One of the greatest uh, clips, uh, sound bites you can ever get from a coach. Just a, a great human. Well, as far as I know, I, I've never met him, but everyone that says he is. And I'm like, yeah, he seems like it. Paul Maurice, great hire, Florida. 
All right, there is a possibility that the uh, Ninja Warrior obstacle course will be coming to the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. This is great news uh, because it's going to open up the Olympics to a brand new viewing audience. A lot of people are going to say, this is dumb. What's next? Master Chef at the Olympics? Why not? Bring anything new that you get skateboarding. Is it already? Oh yeah, that's there. Um, pickleball. That'll be a future Olympic sport. It'll probably be the next summer Olympics. Um, I can't think of any other Olympic sport. Water balloon toss Olympics. Um, backyard pool diving, like the, the little inflatable pools that should be an Olympic sport. Well, I guess they already have diving, but okay. I'm all, I'm all for the Ninja warrior. Addition Z money. All right. Same, some non sports related news. Uh, Amazon is working on a new feature that would enable Alexa to mimic people's voice. So basically you could have Alexa could speak in your dead relative's voice. No, don't want this uh, because I already know what mine would be. And it would be my, uh, my deceased father who would come to my uh, hockey games when I was a goalie. And I like to say I was a, I was an originator of the uh, the butterfly style. Some back then called it flopping. The when a goalie was always down, you call him a flopper. And so butterfly flopper, I was one of those. So at my games, all I'd hear was, "Get up, get up, get up." So that would be, that would be my Alexa. That'd be my alarm would be my father's voice, but I wouldn't be goalie anymore. It'd just be my wake up alarm. And I don't want that. So Amazon don't, don't do that. Have you seen the viral video from last week of the Burger King worker who was celebrating 27 years on the job, never missing a day. And he got a goodie bag for his service. Yes. Uh, I saw about this and then David Spade, um, started to go fund me or donated five grand. So they got this guy like 30, $30,000, but thank the goodie bag. What did it have in it? A, a movie voucher, like some, uh, some Twizzlers. What else was Reese's in there? Pieces, chocolate, a Starbucks cup, some lanyards, a keychain, and pens. Yeah, so this goes back to what I've always said. I worked my entire adult life without ever missing time, without ever calling in sick until February of 2020. I couldn't get out of bed for two, three days. I believe I had the original... COVID before anyone knew what COVID was because I could not move. It was the first time in my adult life. I called in sick and I'm like, Oh geez, I'm really letting them down. No one said a thing. I, I worked again from 1999 or 97 until 2020 without missing a day due to sickness. You don't get an f-ing award. No one gives off. 
So if you you think your employer is sitting there saying, oh, look at Johnny showing up every day. No, they don't care. If you get sick days, take them. But in a certain industry, you're filled with guilt because they're like, well, you really f***ed us over. If you're sick here tonight, who the f*** is going to fill in? So you're filled with guilt. And you're like, well, I can't call in sick. Yet, if you call in sick or never call in sick, no one says anything. You don't get an award, just like Johnny at Burger King. He got a movie pass. Employers don't care. So if you have sick days, use every single one. Have no guilt. Zero guilt. Because employers don't give a f- about you. Next. All right, well, let's uh, take a look at some new summer food coming out. Ooh, so French... Okay. French's in their uh, iconic ketchup, they're releasing the Frenchsicle, which is okay. a ketchup flavored popsicle. Dumb. They're just trying this for uh, marketing purposes to get people talking about it. Uh, this is dumb. We don't need ketchup in a popsicle. All right. Well, if that doesn't uh, tickle your fancy, what about Swish LA? They have a brand new Nashville hot crispy ice cream sandwich. No. I I can see that as a sandwich, but not an ice cream sandwich. I never got the waffles and chicken. I think this would be along the same lines that they're going for. Waffles and chicken, I never got. And then some people put ice cream on that. I don't get the combo. I just don't get it. It's not enjoyable. So I think that's what they're trying for. Uh, swing and a miss. So that made me think of some other... Uh questionable food related stuff. So I have some questions for you. Okay. Like, do you eat your steak? Well done. No medium rare. Do you eat pizza with a fork and knife? No, I rarely eat pizza. Although at the golf tournament, the stomp golf tournament, we had some wood fired, um, margarita pizza. Oh, it was delicious. I like the little thin, thin crust because the way that delivered pizza, like, well, I can call them out pizza, pizza. It's huge in Ontario. It's trash. It's like not cooked. So pizza, pizza franchises. When you're ready to take your pizza out, leave it in for another 10 minutes. Pizza, pizza, you're taking your pizzas out too early. It's garbage. And pizza... I've said it before is the most overrated food in the history of food. I could go five years without eating a single slice of pizza and I would not be sad. I, I only eat it when it's convenient like yesterday at golf and it was delicious. But if there's 20 things on a menu at a restaurant and pizza is one of them, it's probably the last thing I order. Okay. Sorry for my diatribe. Z money continue. A couple more here. Do you put cheddar cheese on your apple pie? No. I very rarely eat apple pie, and I only eat it when the apple 
is, I have to eye it up. I don't like fruit when it's not on its own. I don't like a blueberry pie or a cherry. I want a cherry by itself. I want a blueberry by itself. I want an apple by itself. You stay out of everything else. Stick to yourself. So apple pie, if my mom has made it, I know that she's cooked the apples long enough. I know she's put the right amount of cinnamon and stuff in there. And with ice cream, I will have that. But uh, cheddar cheese, never on top of that. Just uh, some some ice cream. This is a weird last one. Do you eat French toast with ketchup? No. My oldest daughter's friend, she eats French toast with ketchup. She also has ketchup with everything. I know some people that have ketchup with everything. But no, French toast, maple syrup, baby. Maybe a little ice cream with that, too. All right, well, we're going to end this Newsies off, Boomsies Newsies off, with uh, one more, does Dan Does Dan sound like? So, uh, Oh, right, right, right. So this was sent to me, and I, I asked you to pull this clip, and I haven't heard it yet. Someone mentioned it to me on the golf course, and someone sent it to me as well. Mark McMorris, who is a friend of this podcast, he's appeared on the Jan Dan podcast. We've talked to him at um, several Olympics. He is a Canadian snowboard legend. He now appears in the Subway ad campaign where he's the face of it. And I'm like, if anyone's going to turn that franchise around, it's Mark McMorris. But when the commercials come on, several people have said to me, oh, I look up and I'm like, oh, it's Dan on another Bet Rivers commercial. But no. It's Mark McMorris. So they say we sound a lot alike. Let's draw a comparison to see if they're correct. Sometimes you got to refresh to be fresh. Cut! Welcome to the Subway Eat Fresh Refresh. Check out the new Maplewood smoked bacon and ham sandwich and okay, the great Canadian so I club. Think, Plus- I think the play the very first part because I think that's where the similarity is bang on. Sometimes you got yeah, right to refresh to be. What do you think, Z Money? Weigh in. It's closer than Drew Carey. Yes, as a percent. So Drew Carey was a zero percent. Um, what's your percentage on Mark McMorris and myself sounding similar? Yeah, you're right. The opening bit sounds pretty similar. So sixty percent. Okay, sixty. Anything over fifty is good with me. Um, thanks for that, buddy. Hello? No problem. (laughs) Z money, everybody. Do we have an applause? Yeah! We're rocking here. And then then those guys I golf with, I'm like, yeah, Z money. Like, yeah, we know that guy. Everyone knows him. Like, but you didn't know Gary Robert? Gary who? Gary from accounting at their insurance place? I know him. Let's get to our emails and uh, get the f*** out of here. Dan, greetings from Saskatoon. I've thoroughly enjoyed the pod as I work at a golf course. And luckily, when I'm listening to the pod, I'm on a machine, so my fellow golfers can't hear me laughing like a rum-dum or a half-crazy person. A rum-dum. The pod has been a brilliant addition to my day, amongst other many awesome podcasts. This pod has helped with the morning routine and when I need a pick-me-up. So thanks for that and continue with the pod. It is so well done and provides many laughs. 
Thanks, and keep your stick on the ice. Julian. Thanks, J.D. Hey, Dan. As a 64-year-old retired dude with two sons. Wow, you can still call yourself dude at 64. I like this guy. I like it. He's got some moxie. As a 64-year-old retired dude with two sons, 26 and 22, both super smart, great young men, I was frustrated by what they are going through having achieved high honors in tough university programs. They need experience. Well, tell me. (laughs) This guy's awesome. They need experience. Well, me. Uh, but give them some effing experience and just see what they can do for you. So your brief comments regarding the NHL coaching carousel hit home. I couldn't agree with you more. Like seriously, there isn't the next Scotty Bowman out there in the minors or CHL. The same thing for the, the same thing for the, some of the top hockey guy. Oh God damn it. The same thing. For the sum of the top hockey ops guys, I can be accused of ageism, except I'm old. That uh, sentence didn't make sense. If I was Ruby, I would not let you in my pool. <laughs> Boomsies rocks, but Ron needs to stop with the butt thing. Cheers, Steven. Steven, email us more, bud. That was a stellar email. Yeah, I never understand where... You go to university and then you apply for a job. And you're like, well, you need work experience. Well, where the f- am I supposed to get it? Like, I need my first job in this industry to get experience. And what he was referring to was uh, there was new coaching hires. And I said, uh, get some young blood in there. Not the actual young blood, like Rob Lowe, the movie, who I just told a friend about. He had never heard of it. I'm like, <laughs> What? It's a hockey movie. You should watch it. But I also revealed to him because uh, he was watching some Mighty Ducks movies. And I said, I got to admit, I've never watched a Mighty Ducks movie from start to finish. Because I have this thing with sports movies, especially football movies, like The Longest Yard or something. When they're recreating plays, I'm like, I will watch that Mighty Ducks. And I'm like, well, they got that wrong or they did that wrong and it and i get in my own head and i'm like can i just can i just watch it instead of analyzing what they did wrong because if a movie doesn't have sports in it then i'm not like looking at how how the person probably's never thrown a baseball before they probably haven't skated because they aren't trying to do that maybe i've improved on that critique in my old age I don't know. I don't really care. Good afternoon, kind sir. First off, I love the pod. It's great to hear you again. I've enjoyed every episode since you started. I'm writing today about something you mentioned in episode 23. I'm a little late, but better late than never. Correct. You were talking about splash pad water being ice cold and playground slides being furnaces. Your suggestion was to run splash pad water to the slide, cooling down the slide and warming up the water. You got it. Bingo. I'm not an engineer, but you're right about it being possible and a great idea. A few years back, I went to Holland, Michigan to see their heated sidewalks and roads. They have these, as I'm sure you can imagine, to melt snow throughout winter. 
What is even more remarkable about this is how they do it. To make a long story short, they have a power plant that needs to cool down water. The way they do this throughout winter is by running lines under the sidewalks and roads. This brings the hot water under the streets, warming them up and melting the snow. Then the water makes its way to the lake, cooled down. This all eliminates the need for road salt. I don't see how this plan can't be adapted to fix our hot and cold parks. Anyways, thanks for reading. I hope you and your family enjoy the summer and nice cool slides and warm splash pads. John, I need to go to Holland, Michigan. They've got it all figured out. How have we not done this here? Holland, Michigan. Dear Dan, where can I buy a set of Boomsies balls? I want to drive them down the golf course. Or you can send me a free set. I'm good with that too. Cheers, Lonnie. I've got some Boomsies balls. I don't know um, if we're going to be giving them away yet. I give them away to people I see. I carry them around in the car. Didn't give them the guys I golf with yesterday. Here's some Boomsies. What the f*** is Boomsies? What the f*** is this? Who's this guy? I told you I'm Dan. Who the f***? I play golf with him the entire day. We sit down at dinner. They're like, what do, what do you do again? What do you what do? you do? And I'm like, we just spent five hours together. This guy. Hey, Dan. Why do you keep your episodes under one hour? I could use some more boomsies for my drives and workouts. You could fill some time by reading more of our emails. Keep up the good work. Z Money, Tim, and Dan. Cheers, your friend, Eva from Toronto. And that's why we went long on this episode, because I knew that would be the last email. Just, uh, it's the dog days of summer. No, it's, when is classified as the dog days of summer? Is there a certain period, or is that just like on a long, a hot, hot summer day where you're bored and you're like, yeah, it's just the dog days of summer. There's nothing like being, I was trying to tell this to my Ruby the other day. I'm like, she's like, I'm so bored. I'm like, embrace it. Being bored as a kid in the summer is the best. Because you can just come up with so much crap. Being bored in the winter is fun too. As long as there's snow on the ground. Because you can go out and create games. Being bored as a kid in the summer. And it's a nice day. Is the greatest. And I hope kids can embrace that. And as an adult, I hope you can embrace that. You're like. I currently in this time of my life. Don't have worries to bog me down. I have a moment where I can be like a kid again. I can just create something. Enjoy those moments. I live for those moments. Like when I played 36 holes the other day, I'm like, I'm not going to sit and watch TV. I'm creating my own fun. I'm going to create the game of golf. Oh, right. It's already been invented. And by the way, um, in the video portion, I notice I look to, I look over here a lot. I'm staring at stairs. 
So if you're watching the uh, or listening to this, it'll make no sense. But I'm always looking to the side because I just don't want to stare at the camera. So I'm always looking over here. I'm literally looking at stairs. I don't know why I do it. It annoys me. If it annoys you, don't worry. It annoys me more. And a previous email from a previous podcast was, Dan, uh, tell us about your shirts because I wear a different shirt every podcast. This one's from Player Golf. They're out of Saskatchewan and their their stuff is awesome. Like they have golf t-shirts. This one says, talk birdie to me. Wherever I wear it to the course, people are like, hey, look at this guy. Look at this. And then the guys I golf with, who the f- is this guy? I'm like, we just played golf together. <laughs> That'll never get old. It probably will. So player golf, check them out. Um, they have awesome stuff. Awesome golf shirts, awesome t-shirts, awesome hats. Canadian company. The guy who came up with it, he was in business school and they were supposed to come up with like a, a, a product or a company. So he started this and then it took off and he still does it. So started as a, as a business school project and it turned into a company. Put that on Dragon's Den. Okay, hope you're having a great summer. Hope the kids are out of school. Hope uh, everyone's safe. Sunscreen, put it on in the morning, especially on your face. Be sun smart. I do it. I never, there was a time in my life where I'm like, ah, whatever. Be sun smart. Don't be dumb. Uh, Be nice to people. Hug someone. And play us out. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan Tuzi. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Who the f*** are these guys playing this song? That's the North Coast Band.